0: Welcome to Steeping Around, sponsored by the Maya Tea Company. I am your host, Manish Shah, and we are talking all things tea. I hope you're having an excellent week. I know up to this point, I certainly have. It was my birthday this past week, and I am now 41 years old, and uh, I had a good time. I had some time with both family and friends at a couple of parties, so it's it's been a great week. I can hardly believe that like a year ago, there wasn't even a thought of steeping around. And now a year later, we've got this amazing radio show. I get to spend time with you and people from all over the world listening to me talk about tea. Really just amazing. And the future just looks brighter and brighter. I have to pinch myself some of these days. Speaking of positive outlooks, I think we're going to have an excellent show as well we finally get to dive into the subject of herbal teas. Specifically this week, we're going to talk about Ruibas tea, what it is, where it comes from, the history, what you can do with it, how you can jazz it up, and we'll even cover the question about Ruibas tea and colicky babies, so you'll want to stay tuned for all of those things. If you've ever jonesed for a cup of tea late at night but wanted to avoid the caffeine, Ruibis tea is a great choice. You can always go with regular decaffeinated tea. But if you've ever tried that, you might have noticed that the taste is a little thin as compared to its fully caffeinated counterparts. It's something about black tea and green tea after it's been decaffeinated. It just doesn't, I'm, I'm not really fond of the flavor. But Ruibus tea is really different it actually is a tea that tastes a lot like black tea but is a completely different bush it has no caffeine doesn't have any of the same types of stimulants but in terms of its flavor profile very similar to black tea now it's grown in a small region in the western cape province of south africa it naturally occurs there and was originally wildcrafted. The name rhubarb comes from the native language Afrikaans, and it means red bush. It's cultivated from the shoots and the leaves of the rhubarb plant. Now it starts off green, but once it's oxidized, remember our discussion about oxidation. That's like when you cut open an, an apple and it kind of turns brown. It's kind of the burning or the heating of the cells. Well, once you do that to the the green rhubarb and it becomes oxidized it turns kind of a a really vibrant brown red almost a beautiful burnt orange it's gorgeous and that's why it's called red bush tea now some people call it red tea which is a little confusing because there are other teas out there that are red also things like hibiscus and rose hips also the chinese call black tea red tea lending to the confusion so really if you're looking to call Ruibus something besides its name you should really call it red bush tea the history of Ruibus is really a story of cleverness if you will it's been consumed by the natives for hundreds of years and originally what would happen is that the native people in that area would go up into the mountains where the bush grew and was uh, prolific there and they would pick the stems and the leaves and so forth and bring them down and when they would bring them down they would uh, roll them and chop them in with axes and bruise them with their hammers and then leave it out in the sun to dry and that's how it became oxidized and turned that brilliant red color. Later, of course, as the Europeans came in the 1700s, they took an interest in the tea as well and started consuming it also, thinking that it was pretty pretty great. And in 1904, a Russian settler by the name of Benjamin Ginsberg became sort of fascinated with the plant. He wanted to know more and what he could do with it. He wanted to perfect how the tea was made. Now, for whatever reason, he actually had some knowledge of how really fine, Chinese Kimun. That's a black Chinese tea was made. And he sort of transferred that methodology over to Ruibus and established a better way of making that Ruibus tea more standardized. It was quite a novel feature because Kimun tea is like little needles, little sticks. And guess what? So is Ruibus. The shape is very similar. So the process to make Kimun was able to be mirrored to help oxidize and make Ruibus tea as well. Now, of course, if you're going to make it in that standard format, it would be nice if you could cultivate it as well. So he enlisted the help of uh, a, a local doctor who was going to help him figure out how that tea could be cultivated as well, closer to home, so people wouldn't have to go up into the mountains and get it and bring it back down. Now, the thing about rhubus, though, when you're cultivating it, you need seeds. And the seeds of the rhubus plant are really small, and they're very delicate and they're very hard to get. So now there was a problem of how do I do experiments and how do I cultivate it when I'm having trouble getting seeds. So they enlisted the locals to say, well, just get us as many seeds as you can. And one woman who was very clever figured out her best friend, ants. Those ants loved those rhubarb seeds, and they would gather them up and take them into their ant hill, and she would Open that anthill up and lo and behold there would be this little granary of rubis seed and that's how they got the original seeds from which to cultivate that region with rubis farms it's really a clever clever story very amazing and today of course we get all of our rubis from south africa and it's a very popular tea for us when we come back we're going to show you how you can make this popular tea and how you can even jazz it up a bit and then later I will also speak to rubis tea and colicky babies so don't cry I'll be back right here on Steeping Around
1: (sighs) Are you tired of those groggy mornings but coffee is wreaking havoc on your body? Good news! Tea isn't just an alternative to coffee, it's a solution all its own. Many tea varieties boast as much caffeine as coffee, with dramatically fewer side effects. Say goodbye to that dehydrating, stomach-shaking, teeth-grinding habit and say hello to Maya Tea. The Maya Tea Company blends the best quality tea leaves with subtle, tantalizing flavors like vanilla, apricot, raspberry, and many more. So whether you're in the mood for light and grassy or bold and toasty, Maya Tea has what you're looking for. Plus, now you can save more than ever on your tea purchases. Just log on to www.mayatea.com. That's m-a-y-a-t-e-a.com, and enter the word steep into the coupon code.
0: We're back here at Steeping Around. I am your host, Mini Shah, and we are talking all things tea. Specifically this week, we are talking all things Ruibis tea. Ruibis teasane would actually be a better way to describe it, because it doesn't really have any tea in it at all. Made from a completely different bush, not Camellia sinensis, but the ruibus bush, found in South Africa. It's a wonderful tea, and it could not be any easier to make. Of course, it comes in tea bags. But even making it loose leaf is just a cinch. One of the things about rubis tea is it's missing several components that might make it temperamental. There are no tannins. There's no acid in that tea. So it is actually a very mellow and smooth tea. We did a question several weeks ago about tannic acid. And that's sort of the acid that makes your lips pucker when maybe you have some fruit or uh, even the tea. It's that sort of bitterness, a little bit of astringency. Well, rubis doesn't have any of that. So you can actually put rubis in boiling water and let it sit for five, seven, 10 minutes, and it will never go bitter. In fact, it improves the longer you leave it in there, up to 10 minutes. The easiest way to make a cup of rhubus is just to get, you know, boiling water going, eight or ten ounces of boiling hot water, and put in a slightly rounded teaspoon of red bush tea. Let it sit in there. Let it cool down. If you like the tea hot, drink it at whatever temperature you want. But if you let it sit in there for ten minutes, it's fine. Strain it, and then drink it. It will taste nutty, very similar to black tea. Not exact, but close and has this wonderful rich orange color that actually is very close to the color that you might find in a cup of black tea. The great thing about Ruibis is it also lends itself well to blending and mixing. We flavor Ruibis at the MIT Company consistently. We put in raspberry and vanilla and orange and all kinds of flavors. It takes well to spices as well. So at home if you're trying to do something novel with Ruibis and you want to serve it in an interesting fashion. Go on ahead, mix it with some spices, cinnamon, star anise, cloves, any of those warming spices. It takes well to citrus flavors. You can put in the rind of an orange or a lemon. It does well even with floral flavors, rose petals, a little lavender, even mint. It's one of those really great flavor profiles that sort of seems to just Mix up with just about anything else that you put with it. You should not have any trouble finding Rubus tea. It's available fairly readily everywhere. You may have to go to a specialty store, maybe slightly more upscale. It may not be available in your traditional local grocery store, but it is readily available. And generally speaking, they don't have a lot of grades. It's a, there are some, but almost all the rubis is pretty good. You don't have the stark difference like you do in other teas. And it's very safe to give to your children. There's no caffeine. And when we come back, I'm going to dive into more about giving tea to your children. Specifically, can Rubus tea help you with colicky babies? Well, we'll just have to see about that. Stay with me. I will be right back here on Steeping Around.
1: Hi, this is Sarah with the Maya Tea Company. If you've been steeping around with Manish Shah, you've likely heard me on random radio commercials. Although I'm sure I could have had you fooled. No, I'm not a professional radio presence. Actually, I work alongside your host, Manish, during the Monday to Friday 9 to 5, pushing paper and paying bills. And like most of us 9 to 5-ers, I require a daily dose of caffeine. Luckily for me, working in the tea business, there's no shortage of caffeinated teas to choose from. But I generally stick to my two favorites, yerba mate and pu'er tea. Yerba Mate is strong and grassy, while pu'er is earthy and robust. When it comes to flavor, these teas couldn't be any more different. But I can depend on both of these to keep me on the edge of my seat, which is really a necessity when you work with a guy like Manish. You can find these wonderful teas, Yerba Mate and pu'er, on our website available for sale, but that's not all. Check out the blog section of MayaTea.com for a blog written specifically on each of them by yours truly. You'll find a variety of other blogs there as well. That's right, Maya Tea Company isn't just about selling great tea, it's all about education and community. So if you like what you've heard on Steeping Around, you're sure to love what you're going to find on MayaTea.com. And if you type the word steep into the coupon code, you can save 15%. Cheers!
0: Welcome back here at Steeping Around. I am your host, Manish Shah, and we are talking all things tea. If you happen to have a tea-related question or a question about Ruibis specifically, I'd love to answer your question on the air. Hey, if you send me a question, please send me your mailing address. I will be happy to put a sample of Ruibis or some other tea that you might like in the mail to you just for sending in a question and allowing me to answer it on the air. The best way to get in touch with me is my email, which is steep at mayatea.com. That's S-T-E-E-P at mayatea.com. You can also fan the show on Facebook. We have Facebook sites for both Steeping Around as well as the Maya Tea Company. And as always, you can find my website at www.mayatea.com. We get a lot of questions about rubis and there are some claims being made that rubis tea can actually help with colicky babies. Now, I don't have any clinical evidence to support this, but there is a ton of anecdotal evidence to link the fact that rubis tea can actually help with colicky babies. Now, I'm not suggesting that you should give the colicky babies the tea itself, although some people say you can. What is actually recommended is that the nursing mother, consume large amounts of Ruibis tea. And some of those soothing properties from that Ruibis tea actually imparts into the breast milk and then into the baby and can actually help sort of settle down those irritating tummies and kind of smooth over the rough spots and help soothe a colicky infant. There's actual evidence for the fact that Ruibus can help you Soothe your tummy. There is reasonable data that suggests that it is anti spasmodic, which means that it is soothing for your stomach and for your digestive system. Rubis also contains a lot of polyphenols. Those are uh, the antioxidants that are great in tea. Well, they have some of them as well in Rubis. And so it's wonderful in terms of helping you be healthier and to add something to your diet that is really enhancing. Rubis contains calcium and manganese as well as fluoride so it's good for both your teeth and your bones you know like it says it doesn't have any caffeine in it so you can have it before you go to sleep in the event that you happen to be suffering from a little insomnia you can also use it on your skin it contains both alpha hydroxy acid and zinc so in south africa there's actually soap made from rhubus And it's full of vitamins and minerals as well. I urge you to go out and see if you can find some and try some. And if you can't, just give us a shout and we'll send you a little sample. Rubis tea is wonderful. It's a very healthy habit and one I think you will enjoy very much. Next week, we are going to continue on to the next herbal tea. It's a sister of Rubis, also from South Africa. And it's called honeybush tea. Isn't that a luscious name? Well, we're going to get into all things Honeybush next week. I want to thank you for listening to me this week and joining. I hope you have an unbelievable week. And remember, it's always fun to be steeping around. See you next week.